0: Hey dudes, another ad here. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the first one, but I'm just going to read what they tell me. Uh, If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, it's all bullet points, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's actually how I'm recording this right now. I do everything through my phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's absolutely true. I just don't know how to get the money that I have banked. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. All right, fuckos, back to your regular scheduled bullshit podcast. Hey, fuckos, I'm going to re record this ad just in case you've been listening to a bunch of episodes and it's gotten a little scale. I'll try to freshen it up for you. So here we go, round two. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? And most importantly, how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to that and every one of those questions is really simple, and it's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's entirely free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now with this ad. One to two sentences about how do you like to use Anchor? I like Anchor because it's an app on my phone and that's all I need. You don't even need a microphone. You can just talk into your phone and it'll record it. You can check all the analytics. You can do all the editing straight on the device you're recording from. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing so, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And I can't wait to hear your bullshit podcast as well. Hey, fuckos, what's going on? New episode of Rest of Myself. It's a solo cast. I'm all alone today, but I have two mics set up. I'm making this basement slowly but surely a professional podcast studio. Can you even tell the difference? I literally have two, like, sweet microphone stands and microphones. They're both pointed towards me in the sad look of lonesome. Try to see if you can differentiate it. This will be your left ear. Balls. And this will be your right ear. Fuck! Could you tell? Was there any difference there? I'll turn this one away. I think Steve Brown or Guest will have my old mic and I'll have the new one because my desk is dumb and it doesn't allow you to have them properly equipped so they can really be on your side so you whatever you can't see it doesn't fucking matter i've had a day and a half it's currently january 31st year of our lord 2019 um so you want the ditty i'll tell you my fucking pipes are frozen right now they haven't burst yet so i got a hair dryer blowing through the wall at one point and then i got a space heater blowing through the um Knob on the shower. I took that off so you can see down the wall. It's an exterior wall exterior wall Easy for me to say and exterior walls are most Susceptible to having frozen pipes so there you learn something they I also learned that at negative 40 degrees My a hundred year hundred year old house's pipes will freeze Haven't burst yet, but also my drainage stack which is essentially the main Plumbing in my house where all the shit and piss and toothpaste and whatever you want to flush down the toilet comes down, that's cracked entirely. So I can't use any water above my basement level. That's a lie. I can use my kitchen sinks for some fucking reason. But my bathroom beside my bed, bedroom, I guess it would, and shower, I can't use. Luckily, I got a shower and bathroom in the basement. But fuck, it's a pain in the ass. I'm in the basement, it's negative 40 outside, it's like negative 8 down here. It's like I said, this 100 year old house is a piece of shit and has no insulation. So I'm going to freeze my balls off down here alone, and I'm going to talk to myself. And while I talk to myself, I'm going to podcast about it. Why? Because I'm trying to keep warm and I'm two weeks late. Me and Steve were going to record a podcast last week, and he actually came over. He was sitting right across from me as I was right now. And we, didn't re- we never recorded anything Because we went out and got a burrito bowl And started talking about Hasbro figures And then, what happened? The night was gone And then we promised we'd do one another day And now he's out in uh, Nova Scotia Or something, he's out east He's taking care of family matters His daughter had an operation Everything went well But he's out there for a while And it's his birthday in two days I think it's Groundhog Day Wish him a happy birthday Tell him to go fuck himself You know? The Boner Crusher, Steve Browse, whatever you want to call him. Wish him his best. Um, I'm going to call him later on because I have a game. I'm not going to say I invented, but for the sake of the podcast, fuck it. I'm going to say I invented it, even though I saw it off Twitter like two years ago. I'm going to call him, and we're going to play a game, and maybe we'll kill some time there. But until then, I'll talk to you about everything in my life that isn't frozen pipes and a leaky shit tube. We'll take you through my weekend last weekend because I'm sure you're fucking riveted by this story already so let me keep boring you Saturday I had a double shot I was at Border Town Pro Wrestling I faced Homer Shalom it was a fun match we were opener and then I had PWO I didn't realize I was double booked until the mess until the promoter of PWO contacted me and thought I was canceling on him because he saw me on a show poster for a show in Burlington but I said uh, uh. I'm making both shots. So luckily, both promoters worked with me, and uh, I made it. Uh, I worked Homer Shalom in the opener, like I said. Thought I broke my elbow. No lie. You know, it was a big weekend because I had the barbed wire match with Jimmy Havoc, cosplaying as Kevin Blackwood. The night after, on the Sunday, my dogs are about to start playing, so you're gonna hear some background roughage. And uh, yeah, I thought I broke my I thought I broke my elbow Saturday. It was about the first spot of the match. I got low bridged. And uh, I got low bridged on the side of the ring. If you're familiar with Bordertown, they have like a WCW slash ECW style entranceway with the ramp that goes directly to the ring. And I got low bridged on that side, and since Border Town uses actual ropes, the ropes drooped until about bottom rope level. So my left hand, which I was gonna grab the ropes and support myself as I flung through the air over top uh, Those ropes were nowhere to be seen. So my right hand, which I planted on the stage uh, Took all my weight in an awkward angle, and I almost went home right then and there it was a brief moment, moment of panic. It was a uh, longer than brief probably a full minute of panic a real-life minute too Not a sarcastic minute, but we got through it. It didn't feel so bad, and then I immediately got my girlfriend's car and drove to PWO in Burlington, uh stretching non-stop. Uh if the highway and traffic conditions were as good as they were on Saturday night, I would never complain about driving anywhere ever. It's like an hour and 10 minute round trip, not round trip, one-way trip. I made it in about 24 minutes. I was flying. I hardly saw another car, I hit the skyway, there was a little stove. but it didn't stop me, I called up Rip Impact, because I thought I was going to be late, and I was working with him at PWO, and I was like, yo, should we put this match together in case I get there late? Might as well, right, like this is, let's actually use cell phones for a reason that they were invented, and not just to send each other fucking pics of Brian Knob's asshole. So I called him up, we put on, we put together a nice little match, and then I got there. I still had like 45 minutes. We could have done the whole thing while I was there. I made such great time. But nevertheless, we were prepared. Uh, PWO was great. Slowly but surely. I don't, I don't even know if it's slowly but surely. I think they've been running a year now. And in that year, they've basically, if every show, if last show is an indicator of how every show will be moving forward, they're going to need a bigger building, and they're going to need that bigger building ASAP. There was like 150, 200 people jam-packed in this little Lions Club. It was fucking awesome. Uh, they were loud. They've really worked on the lighting of the place and whatnot. They've really got a nice little show. Me and Rip had a fun match. A couple of our old training partners were in attendance. Uh, Lloyd Costello, his name was AJ Twilight. He was in there. Jeff Flurry. not sure if anyone else. Jeff Flurry and uh, Blade of UWA fame, they were also at smash the next day and yeah me and uh dave had a good match nothing really to talk about we did a Bull buster if you don't know what that is jeff flurry invented it and uh he's the only one i've ever seen hit the move i saw him do it for the first time like 15 years ago haven't seen anyone do it besides me alex or rip since because we're like the only three that know it it always gets a mega pop what else did we do that he does can't remember. I did an assault driver, so he'd mark out. I also do that move. And then later on that next day, the assault driver would also be the untimely demise of a cosplayer. But I'll get back to that. Sunday, woke up early. Smash Wrestling has uh, had their big Any Given Sunday show. It was a 3 o'clock show, so everyone could get out of there in time to watch the Royal Rumble. And Smash Wrestling has uh, a call time of 8 hours before bell. So I actually got that at 4 a.m., hung out there for a while uh jimmy havoc's flight didn't land until like three o'clock he didn't really make it to the ben- venue till about four ish it was late but luckily we were in a deathmatch match type deal so we could throw it together pretty easy he was uh you know credit to him this whole feud with me and kevin blackwood it's kind of been snake bitten since the beginning you know um When it first started, when it was, that's a lie. When it was just me and Kevin Blackwood, everything was rich, you know? We were going, we were going hard, hard in the paint. Nothing was happening. And then as soon as we started involving other people, like I formed Kill Screen. Well, I formed Kill Screen with Kevin, but like when I started getting new members, um, let me try to get the chain of events right here. Anthony Gaines breaks his knee. Shane Sabre breaks his foot. Mark Wheeler busts up his knee. Mark Wheeler was injured for a while there, but he wrestled through it. But he was like... uh, He was very careful with it. Then... Let me get this straight. So we have the three injuries. Then me and Kevin are supposed to have the fans bring the keyboards match in London. He gets turned away at the border. I wrestle Carter Carter Mason. Then... He gets in a car crash, the Buffalo Boys car crash that we all know. And then Jimmy Havoc, I feel like I'm missing a piece. I went through this in my head earlier today, and I feel like there's something in between here, but I can't remember. But then, let's just say Jimmy Havoc takes his place in the Barbed Wire Ropes Deathmatch, or the Barbed Wire Hell Deathmatch, whatever it was called. And uh, he gets injured in the match, and we have to go home early. So, really... I enjoyed this feud, but I am goddamn. I am pretty fucking happy it's over. Not because I didn't enjoy it, but because everyone that was involved was getting hurt. And if you do the math, I'm the last one left, and my turn is probably coming. So I'm gonna knock on all the wood I possibly can, knocking on my hard head, my hard cack. Shh. So I can't remember what I was talking about, but yeah, it was uh. For some reason, Fate didn't want this feud to really take off as we planned. A lot of people seem to enjoy it though. We got voted best feud of, uh, or sorry, rivalry of the year 2018. So that's fun to know, because it could have been what we had planned was way more, way better, but we had so many little roadblocks and stuff, we had to keep working with it. So I'm happy you guys enjoyed it. I'm happy it's over. I'm excited for Kev to get back, but uh, I was ready to move on to new things. It just felt like we could never get it right. So, uh, nothing against anybody, not the booking or anything. You know, I could have ended this entirely forever ago, but I wanted to stick it out. I'm happy I stuck it out, but I'm also happy it's over. Um, that brings me to the match with Jimmy Havoc. I asked, I wanted to do this death match for a while. I actually asked for it in the blow-off between me and Josh Alexander at A1 when I lost and got kicked out. I wanted that to match, but I was told they didn't want to do it because it's too dangerous for the fans. Which I got. So, um... Every big feud I have in Smash, I'm always approached with, what do you want the blow-off to be? I say something a little ridiculous. Starting, like, I say that because I said the ambulance match first time, not thinking it would ever happen. And uh, they always go through with it. This time I said I wanted a barbed wire match. Kev was down. I've always wanted to do it. I've never touched barbed wire, even in my backyard days. I had no relationship with barbed wire. It kinda scared me, but I was totally intrigued by it. So, uh, we did it, the day came. Um, we were told, I got told earlier, I wanted it barbed wire ropes, you know, ECW style, Sabu, Terry Funk, but that was a liability in case anything had happened. If if the wire broke and it hit the fans or we got thrown into the rope and then we hit the fans. So they said we can do the ropes wrapped in barbed wire. And I said, that was more than fine. Uh, Jimmy Havoc asked for a bunch of toys wrapped in barbed wire. You know, uh, that's what I was getting at. Jimmy Havoc. And the same with Carter Mason, they were both kind of just put in place for these blood feud blowoffs that was supposed to mean Kevin Blackwood. And to their credit, they both went above and beyond. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, I'm a nobody to Jimmy Havoc. I get that. He's done a million death matches. I'm sure his body hurts. I'm sure he doesn't love doing it, even though he's a death match guy. I'm sure he wants to save it for when it really, really counts and just doing kind of a spot show indie booking. Against a ham bone like me, I'm sure he wasn't too excited, but he was, and uh, he was down to go. You know, we had messaged each other privately a little before just to kind of get a uh, a taste of where each one of us were at, and uh, he was down to go. So he showed up at the show about four thirty, like the we were at about intermission because he got there, then he went out for intermission, and then he came back and we basically put the match together, and I had. Um, I had an outline of the match that I put together already and I just told him I was like I didn't know how late you'd be so I put this together do you like it we basically did everything he put in he fixed it up with a couple of his spots and really polished it nicely and then we went out there and it was all going good and then he took an assault driver to uh, a board that was kind of on a 45 degree angle wrapped in barbed wire in the corner And I guess, I think the bump was fine. He just put his head back and his head landed directly on a barb and it just cut him open. And I guess panic set in. And uh, he thought his skull was showing. Because I remember as I gave, as I was giving him the pin, he's yelling at me and saying like, we got to go home. He wasn't yelling at me, actually. He was pretty calm, but he said, we got to go home. But he gave me that he relayed that message to me at about the two count. So by the time the referee, Matt, was hitting three, I couldn't recount, I couldn't tell him. So it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation for Matt there because if he would have counted the three and it wasn't the finish, we would have been so pissed. And he didn't count the two because it wasn't the finish, even though it was meant to be. He didn't know. So the heat was on him regardless, but there's no ill feelings towards him, minus the fact he has an ugly, greasy ponytail, and he's a 40-year-old man and still watches Sesame Street. You know, I got nothing against him. I love him to death. He always brings Charlie ranchers. Him and his wife, Holly, they're the best. Nothing but good things to say. He was beating himself up, but really, I truly sympathize with him because all the heat goes on him. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, like I was saying. But yeah, he was panicking and it was awkward because, so he, he stopped the count. He did one, two, and then made it like a false finish, even though there was no movement on Jimmy's side or my side. So it was an obviously botch. So now I'm panicking because I don't want to just repin Jimmy, you know, because it just didn't feel right he ascended it's the same as me pinning someone they kick out and then me just pinning them again without doing anything to them and then me winning it's just an awkward thing so in the span of like five seconds there's a lot of panic on all five of us so i try to pick jimmy up just to give him as as i'm picking him up i'm thinking what can i do to this guy that doesn't involve him that looks like a finish and as i'm trying to pick him up he's not even cooperating because he's like i gotta go to the hospital right now pin me we have to go home so i just laid a chair on him and gave him the worst double stomp known to man because as i laid the chair on him i still don't have an idea of what i'm gonna do then i go like oh i'll double stomp him and as i jump up to double stomp i was like this is a real douche move the man's fucking brain is exposed behind the head and i'm about to jump out and squish the rest of it out right now so i gave a real pussy double stomp and pinned him And uh, that was it, and I felt like I needed to do something, so I grabbed the mic and cut a promo, and I was expecting the fans to rebel and feel like they got cheated and just kind of yell bullshit type deal, and to their credit, they never did. Uh, The feedback I'm getting is everybody knew just by the pacing of it, and like there was still a barbed wire board set up in the corner and stuff. They said, like, we could tell Jimmy was hurt because as soon as Jimmy got pinned, he ran to the back and blood was flowing from the back of his head. But, so I guess everybody could sympathize with something happened and somebody got hurt, so we went home a little early. But by the sounds of it, everybody was fairly pleased with the match as is, which is hilarious because, like, I promise you when I'm telling you this, we were only just fucking getting started. That first spot... Everything else with the barbed wire, it was like foreplay, you know. Then uh, he took the assault driver through the barbed wire board. That was the first inch of, um, like, real, like, that was the first inch of penetration. You know, we were going to start raw-dogging it for another 15 minutes. We were halfway through the match. The next spot was I was supposed to go up to the stage and pull out a barbed wire table, set it up. Below the stage, grab Jimmy. Make it look like I'm gonna give him a power bomb. He transitions into a fireman carry, and we were both gonna take a. Then he was gonna give me a DVD off the stage through the table. And then after that, I had all my cronies come out. There was gonna be rainmakers galore, or acid rainmakers galore from him. He's gonna wrap his arm in my, uh, barbed wire for me. He's gonna give me a rainmaker. Me and Gaines were both gonna go through that other barbed wire board from a double team from him. We learned Sabre, we're going to come down. Man, we had tons more left, but we had to go home. And I just, uh I wanted this match for a long time. When I was writing the statuses online saying, I promise you this will be the most violent match you've seen, I that was a promise I was, that wasn't me just trying to speak in hyperbole. Like, I was really, really determined to do it. And I thought, if all goes well, it is going to happen. But... You know, shit fucking happens, and health is more important, and luckily, everybody thought they knew something had happened, but everybody was uh, satisfied with what they got, so I thank you for that to all the fans. It wasn't a bait and switch. I swear to God, there was some crazy, crazy shit about to happen, but sometimes, sometimes Goldberg doesn't follow the script, if you hear me, what time is am I've already t- done 20 minutes. Uh, should I call Steve now? Or should I go blow dry a fucking hole in my wall more? Hopefully my one pipe will thaw thaw out a little bit. Um, Yeah, Yeah. okay, I'm going to come back in a second, and hopefully Steve is there, and then we will continue back because I can't remember anything else I wanted to talk about. So let me hit pause, and I will be back in an instant. Alright, we're back. Do a mic test. That's Steve on the phone. Hopefully, it it picks up. But uh, so the reason I called you, Steve, is because I want to play that game that we'd ever played last week, if you remember. Okay. Five seven minutes in the cabin in the closet. What's up? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Okay. Hopefully, this picks up because this is gonna be this will be a reoccurring game. I think. I didn't invent it, but I think it'll be good. So you you're a bit of a a, a movie like fan, a critic, right? Yeah. Okay. So what this game is called is shitty movie synopsises. Okay. I'm going to boil down a movie to the worst synopsis ever, but it's it's accurate, and you have to guess the movie. Okay. Okay. Here's the first one. A Convicted Killer Plays Records for Friends. Okay. What movie is it? That's it? That's it. Hannibal? No. Uh, a Convicted Killer Plays Records for Friends. Good morning. Hi. Uh, a Convicted Killer Plays Records for Friends. Killer <laughs> plays records for friends. Here, want me to tell you this one? I got a ton of them. Okay, give me this one. This is the first one. Okay, a convicted killer plays records for friends is Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay, okay. You get what I mean? Yeah, that, that is a shitty amount. <laughs> well, the it's also the name of the game. Okay, the next one. Okay. Oh wait, my phone just turned off. Okay, families on a holiday have to deal with bad accommodations. Families? Families. Yeah. More than one family? Families, plural. The great outdoors? No. <laughs> uh. Titanic. That's a really Okay, this one's good. I got about 30 of them, so you can get the hang of it. Then I'll let you go. I wrote all these, by the way. Okay. Fu- <laughs> fugly guy learns to love his sometimes fugly girlfriend. Nope. That's what everyone guesses, though. One. Shrek! Shrek! Shrek. Oh! <laughs> Alright. The oh, there's no limits. They're all like pretty. Okay. Every movie is like a pretty famous movie. There's no like fucking indie films. Oh, that's all I watch, man. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, you hipster. Okay, next one. Crazed Scientist Takes Group on Terrifying Tour. No, you're close. You're not close, actually. (laughs) I'll say it again. Crazed Scientist Takes Group on Terrifying Tour. This one's easy. Nope. I said famous movies. Well-known movies. Congo? Willy Wonka. Oh. Is he a scientist? I don't know, but if I said fucking candy maker, it would have been a dead giveaway. Okay. Amusement park becomes petting zoo by accident. Jurassic Park. That's it. That's why I said close. (laughs) Okay, wannabe NASCAR drivers decide to steal VCRs. Wannabe NASCAR drivers. Wanna steal VCRs? Days of Thunder? No, no, you're close though. Calvary Nights. No, no. VCRs is the giveaway. Nope. Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. It's DVD players, by the way. Oh, is No, isn't it VCRs in the first one? I'm pretty sure it was DVD players. Well, fuck. If it is, then I've totally fucked up. No wonder you did get it. Alright. Two-Faced Man is a phenomenal dancer. Two-Faced Man? Yep. This one's easy. E-Z. I got one right so far? One right. Two-Faced Man is phenomenal dancer. Yep. Dirty Dancing? No, the mask. Oh. <laughs> How the hell would you get that? The, he, the dancing scene? He wears a mask. He has two faces. All right. Okay. Okay. This one's easy. I've said that about everyone. Yeah, you yeah. have. But they are. Two friends dial wrong number and contact Napoleon. Oh, that's still and Ted's excellent adventure. Yeah. All right. You're on a roll now. Keep it up, idiot. A brother search... <laughs> A brother searches for his sister by any means necessary. By any means necessary. Yeah. The purge? No, Halloween. Huh? Halloween. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, this was a this is a good one. Innocent woman volunteers but has a lead foot. Speed. Yeah! Okay, keep it going. Mailman takes forever to deliver package. Mailman takes forever to deliver package. The Postman? No, Castaway. Castaway. Oh. These are shitty synopsis. It's a clever name. It works. Beautiful young woman lives with gay midgets. Beautiful young woman lives with gay midgets? Yeah. Gay midget. Yeah. Easy. It's so easy. There's people yelling into their phone right now listening to this. <laughs> no one at any of these they will because they know it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Not gay. They there's seven dudes that live together. Okay, it's not a frat house. I'm happy. Red Wings fans has car trouble. Red Wings fan has tr- car trouble. This one's a day. Yeah. School teacher, constantly loses his hat. School teacher constantly loses his hat. This is possibly the easiest one. School teacher. Constantly loses his hat. Yep. Gone with the wind? No, Indiana Jones. Oh. I've never seen those movies. Get the fuck out. Seriously? Group of friends get sick on the 4th of July. Get sick on the 4th of July? Yep. Yeah. The Sandlot? Yeah. I get that. What a snipe. Thirsty people drive through bad road conditions. Thirsty people drive through bad road conditions. Waterworld? No, Mad Max. Oh, okay. Close, but it's the other way around. It's the exact yeah. opposite movie. Father constantly tries to get son to join the family business. Join the family business. You want it? Step Brothers? Star Wars. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one's a little difficult. Lying child has problems in the water. Why? Life of Pi? Pinocchio. Oh, okay. <laughs> Future president helps troubled youth. Hold oh, 2, in New York. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Hungry men walk for a long time. Huh? The Hobbit series Well, i never seen those either Innocent woman meets three friends To kill a common enemy Three friends to kill a common enemy Yep Innocent woman Anything? No, the Wizard of Oz (laughs) Adopted man terrorizes father Before he is accepted Like his Adopted father or I don't know, I can't remember I just wrote it Adopted man terrorizes father Before he is accepted That makes sense I guess Empire Strikes Back? Elf. (laughs) Elf, All Alright, we got like... We're winding down. Okay. Man drinks his own urine and finds crayons.
1: Waterworld.
0: Yep. Caretaker takes issue with people's children. Caretaker takes issue... Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Australian woman becomes a slut to woo her crush. Australian woman becomes a slut to woo her crush. Famous movie. Huh? Famous movie. eyes wide shut. Grease. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Foundations of buildings break due to the evolution of things. This one's tricky. The after tomorrow? Tremors. Oh, tremors, okay. <laughs> a private investigator has a gay experience. Yep. Ace Yep. That's it. <laughs> Inventor misses wedding due to a robot that loves him. Inventor misses wedding. Any idea? Inventor misses wedding because of a robot who loves it. Yep. Flubber. Well, I am going to say Flubber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich lady with terrible hair wants matching clothing. 101 Dalmatians. Nailed it. Okay, this one was written. I literally wrote this one with you in mind. I wrote them all with you in mind, but this is the one that I knew you'd get. Man with bad knees sleeps with co-worker's wife. Yeah. Sleeps with co-worker's (laughs) wife. With bad knees. Yeah. What? As soon as I say it, you're going to be so pissed you didn't get it. Hold on. Man with bad knees. Yep. Sleeps with co-worker's wife. It happens. I don't know. Major League. (laughs) Okay, last two These ones actually won't These ones I didn't write These ones I played this game at work Like I was telling you about And then Two guys at work Told me these ones Okay Okay Sociopath comes clean To win back Love of child Sociopath? Sociopath comes clean To win back Love of child Of the Jedi? Liar liar. Oh uh, shit. Okay, this one's tricky. The cat came back the very next day. Pet cemetery. Boom! Got it. Went off on a high note. <laughs> so how many did I get right out of how many? Okay, let's let's try to go back. You got Pet Cemetery, right? You got 101 Dalmatians, Ace Ventura, three Nightmare on Elm Street, Waterworld, 4-5, Home Alone, 6, Sandlot, 7, Ferris Bueller, 8, Speed, 9, Bill and Ted, 10. You You got 10 out of 30. Wow, that sucks. You got a nice 33 and a third percent right. So, Steve, what are you going to do for your birthday out in, uh, where are you? I'm, I'm in Halifax right now. In, Am- a, in a, hospital room. That's nice. Are you yeah. get are you getting your vagina sealed shut? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to stop. <laughs> When's your birthday, Groundhog Day? No, day after. Oh, the third. Oh, Super Bowl Day. Yeah, so no one cares. Yeah, that's nice of you. <laughs> Alright, you're not doing anything? Just hanging out there? Right now I'm in the hospital. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Eh? With my daughter, right, so. How's she doing? She's doing good. She uh, was able to like, get up and move around a little bit with yeah. her walker, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Alright, dude, I'll let you go. Alright, man. That was fun. Thanks for playing. Okay, <laughs> well, when I get back, we will have to do it again. Write some down if you think of some. I will. Okay, I'll write some down, too. All right. All right, take care, buddy. Later. Ciao. Bye. That was fun, wasn't it? Shitty movie synopsis. If you got any good ones, send them to me. And only send them to me. Don't make them public. Send them to me, and I'll ask people on the podcast. Unless you actually want my answer. But I think it's funner. Funner. When you talk about it on the podcast. Uh... Fuck! I'm only at thirty-eight minutes. I hope that I was hoping that would take up more time, but he didn't have a lot of time. In case you were wondering, I didn't. I didn't really say anything before. Uh, her Steve's daughter is having a leg surgery. So not life-threatening or anything, but it's fairly big surgery for uh, a youngin like her. So that's why when he mentioned uh, she was able to get up and use her walker, it's pretty amazing because she went under the knife. I, I believe it was yesterday. So that's good. What else is going to happen? This Saturday, I'm in London for the TNA Smash show, Braith for Impact. It's me and Tarek again. Can't wait for that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be even more fun, the fact that Smash is running on a Saturday at the London Music Hall, the nicest venue in Canada. I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to go with that stance right now. I'm sticking to it. And then uh, Sunday's Super Bowl, the Pats are in it. That's my team. I just don't like admitting it because everybody makes fun of you when you're a Patriots fan. But I've said it long before on this podcast. I am. I came from a Patriots household, so I just like them. By I'm grandfathered in. You know, I liked them in the Bledsoe days. I actually didn't like them in the Bledsoe days. My family have just been fans since the Bledsoe days. I've always liked them, but they were never my favorite. But, you know, how do you hate on the Patriots now? Cheating or no cheating, they're fucking winning. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Who the fuck said that? Was that Bobby? Bobby the Brain? Um, Man, I don't know what tells to fill this time with. I'd like to hit at least 45 minutes. I thought I had a lot to talk about. Oh, you know what? It should... It was supposed to be here at any time. It's, it's 8 o'clock now, but... Rosslyn ordered a cricket machine. I don't know if you guys know what it is, but it's basically a machine that does everything. So I'm going to be able to print mugs, wrestling with myself mugs, hopefully some t-shirts. I don't know how great the quality is, so they might be like one-off t-shirts. You know, like I broke Wahoo's leg style. I might make a bunch of them. But I'm hoping to get some more wrestling with myself merchandise out there. I'd almost rather get wrestling with myself stuff out there before my own Hacker Scotty O'Shea stuff, although I do know a ton of people, and by a ton of people I mean like three fucking people that have asked over an eight month period, have been curious about getting kill screen merch, I'm working on it, but at the same time I'm not really, I love the idea of being a heel and not selling merch, but I hate the idea of not making money, and um, I'm going to need a lot of money once I get this, all like i got some serious plumbing issues happening, and I've said on the podcast before I'm never going to call a plumber, because I believe I'm a handyman, but... Basically, there's a I have cast iron pipe that goes from my basement to my top floor out my roof It's my maiden sewage drain Slash vent and uh, Cast iron has a lifespan at best of at about a hundred years and we're there right now And there was a crack in part of it a part that I could reach about two years ago And I was able to seal it and then it cracked it cracked big today and uh, An unfixable crack Oh, sorry, an unrepairable crack. So then I took out some drywall and I looked up and it wasn't just that spot. It was actually, it was cracking where I had sealed it. So I was hoping that I could just take my grinder. I'd cut out this part of the cast iron stack. It's literally just a vertical stack. It's like a giant tree trunk and replace it with PVC pipe. But then I got looking online and like, I don't know if you guys know about cast iron. The second word being Iron. It's heavy, and it's supported from the ground. So that's like saying, you know, you chop a tree trunk in half, and then you hope the upper half will just stay levitating. Essentially, it could in a house, because it's connected to all the plumbing upstairs. But there's also a chance that iron... There's probably a thousand pounds of iron that it could all come crumbling down and destroy all my stuff. So the original plan was I was just going to cut out the... Uh, one part of cast iron, and I'd replace it with PVC pipe. But then I took some drywall out, and this is all information you guys don't give a fuck about, but I gotta fill another couple minutes. I was gonna repair it and replace it with new PVC, but as I looked, I can see that all the cast iron is starting to deteriorate, and it's starting to rock from the inside. So it's gonna be a big fucking job, dude. And it's uh, it's almost so big, I don't want to think about it, because it's not just a plumbing It's not just plumbing repair. It's going to be a ton of drywall, you know. So I'm trying not to think about it. We got two plumbers coming over tomorrow. I also, luckily, when I first bought this house, I signed up for some kind of, like, plumbing insurance. And what the insurance was for was if there was a water break or my main water line, if that was to leak or have anything in the front yard, because you own, if any plumbing stuff happens underground on your property it's on you to fix and i knew a guy who had just bought a house and the main water line burst and he had to fix that it was like eight grand altogether had to rip up his driveway and by the time they did it all it was a it was a hefty bill and then in the mail we got this basically plumbing insurance thing and i bought it for that but it also has i called today and it does cover me for a bunch of In-home stuff, so I'm hoping I got a guy coming over tomorrow. I'm hoping we're covered Because if not I'm looking at a fucking five grand easy, I think So I'm sweating a little bullets here, you know barbed wire matches pay good, but they don't pay fucking great So if you see me wearing a a Tarzan butt flap because I can't afford clothes anymore just know it's because it's the pipe in my house that I shit in is Fully restored Uh, But what else? I don't know. Past two Fridays, I've gone... Past three Fridays, I've gone to the cigar store. I spent way too much money. The amount of money I've spent in cigars in the past three weeks, I could have not just replaced the fucking drain in my house. I could have replaced every window, got new doors, re-roofed my new roof. But no, that's not how life works. It catches you, kicks you while you're down. But whatever. What's the point of going to work every fucking day in this cold weather when my truck hardly starts... You know, what's the point of doing all that unless you got bills to pay? If you just went to work and you never used the money, well, you'd have no motivation to go to work. So this is why we have money. This is why we work for money. So we're going to get through it. It's okay. In the grand scheme of things, it's a fucking shit pipe. There's nothing to worry about. But also the up, my upstairs shower, uh, like I was saying, it's an exterior pipe and it's frozen. So I'm hoping by the time I finish this, I go upstairs and turn my hair dryers off. I'm hoping it works, but I fucking really don't know. Next thing that's going to happen, the hairdryer's going to catch, wh- catch a cobweb on fire, and then my house is going to go up in flames. So I don't know. This podcast was a nice distraction, but I think it's time that I get back to the real world and try to get this house built when fucking pirates are fighting on the seven seas up and running again. So if you don't hear me, Hear from me in the next couple weeks. Just know it's because I didn't get my stuff fixed. I am now drowning in sewage. So with that, take care. Brush your hair. Peace in the Middle East. I hope this catch ya at a good time. Love and kisses to all. And let's make like a baby. And head out.